welcome to the Happening Pod. Well, it, welcome back. Back? To Are we back? Are we back? <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thought we'd be back? Who'd have thought it? <laughs> Took a bit. But we're back. How's we're it, back. How's it going, McKinley? It is great, Brian. Uh, I'm not going to lie to the folks. I have seen you actually quite a bit since the last. They really hit like normally. <laughs> I got way a lot. Normally we've got like a two week. It's like oh yeah, man, I haven't seen you in two weeks. Like Brian have seen, and I have seen each other like six of the last seven days. Right, yeah, <laughs> got a. We've been doing a couple activities. One we'll talk about here in a minute. And, and of course, football season's going on. Yes, Listen, we've had our Friday so. nights together, which is one of the reasons we're here today. We got the uh, the Miss ninety eight scoreboard show preview show, the uh, episode one week three edition. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So you might be asking yourself, why are we at week three before we get a preview show? Well, I'm just going to be honest with you. It takes about three weeks for McKinley and I to get the uh, feel of who you got this year. Yeah. On your rosters, what teams are good. And, man, we've just been busy. Yeah. McKinley. And then, you know, there wasn't a lot of info out there this summer. As for, you know, the preview tab for the Daily Journal, they do a fantastic job on, didn't come out until, like, the day before the first game. I didn't so. get to do my TV appearance this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, it just That's we just didn't know a lot. And, you know, we know kind of the normal stuff. We know West Point's good. We know two people got a new coach. You know, we got who's we, our boy, by the and way, and he is our boy. Absolutely, he's our boy. And you know, it, it's just one of those deals where we just were behind the eight ball. But now we've got acclimated. We know some of the stars and uh, video games and all the guys in the area that have been making a splash and yeah. the teams that we feel like are on the road to something special or some teams that are treading water. And we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. Some teams kept, stepped up their scheduling early in the year. They really did. And you some know. teams have not had much of a choice on their schedule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny note, before we jump into all that, you know, I know, you know, if you listen, if you listen to us on the scoreboard show on Friday nights, Brian has an affinity for, for really, really bagging on Alcorn Central. Amongst uh, other schools and up that his, way. His secondary slight is always to Thrasher. Well, guess what? Baldwin is quarantined. So Thrasher will get their first division win tomorrow night. Get the heck out of Dodge. Via forfeit. Do 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 do. Wahoo! Man, celebration up there. Yes, yes. Man, I, I, have they won a football game in how many years have been since they won a division game? Just Not the, since Jimmy Sean Dalton Weatherby roamed the backfield. I was going to say, was it during the Jimmy Carter administration? But it's been since then. Yeah. He could play a little bit. Yeah, he, yeah. Sean Dalt, Sean D could play, and his dad, his dad would have played in the Carter administration. And they won a lot of games, sure. And they would have won a lot when his dad played. Well, you know, before we jump all into that, there are a few things kind of going on yeah. uh, that are, you know, we do need to talk about real quick. Uh, two of our favorite sports are kind of winding down, yeah, uh, in kind of a weird time. At the same time, it's uh, so awkward. You know, this is the last week of the regular season for baseball. Uh, yeah, playoff, yeah. The playoffs start next Tuesday. That's correct. Braves clinched. Everybody Ew. pretty much clinching. You know, um, we predicted. When the baseball season was about to start, that the Braves would have a good season, and, and they're actually they actually still have a chance to get a really good seed. They really do. Ah, uh, man, their pitching is suspect. It's absolutely it suspect. But they they're good defensively, and they can hit that thing. And I was gonna say, as a good baseball coach or, or as a baseball coach, sometimes you like having a team that just can hit. Yeah, and you know, Adam Duvall. Yes, sir. If you're going to Duval, Duval right. Uh, man, he's swinging that stick. Uh, Ronald Acuna has improved like 70 points on his batting average. Started at 0 for 20 yeah. with like 18 strikeouts. Yeah. And Freddie Freeman might be the best pound for Maybe. pound. Maybe. I think this is the year he's the NL MVP. And you know, pound for pound might be the best pure hitter in baseball. He is, he's got one of those old, old school, smooth lefty swings that you don't see much anymore. Everything's now launch angle and lift. Freddie's still 
A to C to the ball and just smacks it, man. You know, everything they've all everybody always says everything kind of is done better by left-handers. They have the prettiest swings. They do. The good ones are the prettiest. They're always crafty. Uh, lefties have a sweet jump shot. Yep. Uh, quarterbacks are a lefty. The ball spins different, but it looks pretty. And it tails. It tails. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's got and, such a uh, good spiral. Yeah, and bowlers that are left-handed, it just looks real pretty when they bowl because it's just different uh, to the I mean, eye. You know, yes, but, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. mother will appreciate that. She's well, everybody who's left-handed, lefty. only the people that are left-handed are in their right mind. That's, that's what my mom used to that's, say. That's, that's, she's right. Shout out to she's my friend right. Bud Holman and Bill Russell, two lefties. Le- oh. Speaking of Bill Russell, we had to accommodate for his left hand we the did. other day at supper. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. I forgot about that because him and Kathy didn't want to sit on the same that's side. That's his only. That's his, that's his Achilles' heel. He's left-handed. It's his only weakness. <laughs> Unless he's playing horse, for and sure. Then he's a nightmare. Yeah, he's, he's actually problem. he's actually ambidextrous when he he, plays he's horse, a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, baseball it's kind of winding down. Um, I've enjoyed the season. Um, and I don't know if I've enjoyed it so much because of what it is or. What it is. I mean, the fact that we have sports during a quarantine or the fact that it's been a sprint. You know what I mean? Yes, I, it's kind of been. I love that. I like the fact that I miss. I'm, it's had a late August feel the whole year. Yeah, you know, and, and I play fantasy baseball, and I'm not going to tell you about my team and stuff because nobody cares about that. But over a course of 162 games, I'm interested only because of what's going on in fantasy baseball. And your players. I, yeah, I couldn't care less what's happening until the, the All-Star break for in terms of standings and That's seedings right. and you know, playoff implications. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. But this year has been, man, it was, it was nine weeks, 60 games of just – Zipping it. Man, and, you know, yeah. there's still teams out there that have got a handful of games to play because of the, making them up Yeah, because of COVID. So, I mean, and you know. You know, the Cardinals might even not even get their full slate in. That's right. Because they, they've been quarantined twice. Yeah. Um, serves them right for doing what they were doing. Yeah. Getting out and about. Yeah, you got a, you got nine weeks. Stand, you Come know, on now. Be cool, be cool. Bubble but, uh, did it well. Yeah. NBA's doing good. Um, right now, for the most part, I guess the NFL's doing okay. With yeah. This, with I mean, I haven't heard of anything yet. I think that, you know, I think they the grand total was – when sixty and seventy opted out, yeah, and no, no, not a ton of major stars. A lot of uh, guys whose families had health concerns, so you know, and then, and then a lot of guys that you know, interior linemen, you know, stuff like that. You know, the guys that you don't hear about, but like nobody like a Mahomes, you know, not not to that level. No, no big time quarterbacks, anything like that. Everybody in sports, from the players, executives, coaches, everybody, top to bottom, is getting a free pass in the year of COVID. That's correct. Because they can, they can blame everything. Well, we weren't really prepared because we didn't have time this time with our team. And That's right. I think it's uh, it's fair for the folks who actually do get after it and work hard. Like a guy like, say, Bill Belichick. Yeah, you know, for sure. Say say they go 8-8 eight eight this year. I like them, by the way. But say they I go 8-8 eight eight with Cam. Or, you know, and, you know, uh, they, they had they had some big players opt out. That's and, right. You know, you could see them giving a guy like Bill Belichick a, a, a break for doing it right. But then you got a guy like uh, – Adam Gase with the Jets, who's going to get a pass? That guy's hot trash. You know what I mean? Man. Like, he's, he's the worst. You know, but like, like the Jets, he shouldn't. Like they hadn't been good like since like the early two thousands. Like in two, Wayne Corbett in two thousand and ten with Mark Sanchez, they made the AFC Championship. That's by right. accident. That's you know right. what I mean? Like that's exactly right. But I remember Wayne Corbett. Wayne, yeah. No gloves, Corbett. Yeah, yeah. everybody's great white like, possession receiver. Is that what he was? He, he was the he was like the the first Edelman Welker back guy. Yeah, he's like Brian Leonard. When you look over there and you see a white guy playing in the defensive backfield, you get whoa, something's out of place hey, man. here. <laughs> shooter, Let's blow the lid off this. When he walks on the basketball court, <laughs> yeah. shooter, I get a shooter. But uh, but you know, I've enjoyed speaking of football. I've enjoyed it right now. Um, college football starts this weekend. We're yes, we're in week three of the high school football slate. We are. You know, the in private schools in about MAS, week six. MAI is like week six. Yeah, they're yeah. half. They're halfway to the state championship now. Um, 
But you know, it's it's it's. I'm I'm glad football is back because it is in its particular season. It's not shortened. You know, college will be, but yeah, but they're going to get ten games in. That's that's still sure. quite a bit. But you know, the NFL playing at its proper time, the way it's portrayed on television, it actually makes some things feel normal. I agree. I don't like to use the word normalcy because it's been overused, and also the phrase in times like these has been overused. Yes, but it, it does bring us a sense of. Uh, normalcy to us. I hate to use a phrase like that. No, but, you're, you but, but it is what it is. Right. You know, and, and this weekend will kind of help some folks out in the south with SEC football starting yeah. back up. Uh, I like the Rebels to keep it within 14 against Florida. Right. I do too. I like the Rebels to keep it 14. Um, what about the Bulldogs? I smell a shootout in the valley. I do too. I, I don't know why. Some folks. I, I, I would not be the slightest bit surprised. And it's the CBS game. So, of course, you know, it's going to start at 2 30 and end at 7. But at least it's not dark when it starts. Uh, exactly. And, you know, LSU's breaking in a new everything mm-hmm. minus Derek Stingley on defense and Jamar Chase yeah. on offense. Or Terrence Marshall, excuse me. So they got a top 10 pick receiver and a top 10 corner. Everybody else, brand new. Uh, Mississippi guy, Miles Brennan, under center this year. Yeah, St. Stanislaw. Stanny. A rocket y'all. That's exactly right. But, no, I, I mean, I just – I love the free pass year idea for everybody mm-hmm. because Mike Leach don't care what year it is. He's going to do yep. what he's going to do. And I just – you know, I, I just – in my head right now, State's going to come out and throw the ball 60 times Saturday. I'm calling something crazy here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Brian. I think State wins a football game. Oh, my God, Brian. I really do. And, and, th- and that's not me being like, ha-ha, reverse jinx. I really think <laughs> it's 2.30. Mike Leach is just crazy enough. He's got a quarterback. That got a guy. And, and we've got we to see what he's made of. Yeah, and, and you know, man, sometimes it's like when you uh, like when there's a baseball player who comes out of the minor leagues and he's just hot. Like Gary Sanchez oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Hot, but nobody had film on him. Pitchers didn't really know how his right. tendencies – I think this could be one of those kind of games could early be. on. Now, State's going to be in good hands with Mike Leach, but this could be one of those games early on where not a lot of film. He has some better athletes than he's had at Washington State. 100%. You know what I mean? That's and exactly right. Put those better athletes, put a really good quarterback in what he's got going on. It could be interesting. I and I like, um, I like a guy like Mike Leach in a shootout against a guy like Ed Orgeron. I, I mean, I, I'm being it's real. It's hard. I hate to say that against the national championship. I know, coach, right? But it is what it's, it is. It's, well, you think about this. As many points as LSU put up last year, they weren't in a ton of shootouts. It's the Bama I, game? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, McKinley Holland, as long as there's a God in heaven and a cow in Texas, I cannot get over the fact that I saw Ed Orgeron coach in Oxford. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no matter I what happens, I, I kept waiting for it last year. All right, when is he going to be? When, a, when's the when, meltdown When's come? it going to happen? When's the clock management and, and issue? it didn't happen or? last year. Mm-mm. So, my thing is, it could be – this year, but it's in a free pass year. So, how convenient for LSU to lose four or five games. lose 20 guys to the league. Yeah, right. Absolutely It's just a weird year. I could see that happening. I could see a year where, you know, Alabama just absolutely dominates everybody in the yeah, season. I could, I could see that because I think Nick Saban's got them a little bit more focused than everybody else. But you know, and I, they're, you know, we've said it this on purpose on in Tuscaloosa, several podcasts to go talking about college football. I mean, I legitimately think that we're – I mean, I'm so glad that LSU won it last year because it broke the monotony. It did. But I think we're about to get right back in it. Clemson, I think it's about Alabama. to be Bama and Clemson again I agree. for a while. I agree. And I think it's going to be Bama and Clemson until Nick Saban decides to hang it up. And David uh-huh. when he takes a Bama job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that you know, that, uh, yeah. I mean, that, I think that's going to happen. And if it looks like a duck and it smells like a duck, it's probably a duck. And we've only been saying this for the last half dozen years now. That's right. And you know, it just makes sense. It makes it, it makes, makes a lot of sense. But no, man, I, I'm excited, dude. I am so excited for college football, man. I, what I do have a question for you though. 
What? Who? Who? How does the Rebels' offense move this year? I mean, what's the game plan? They play in both. They play in corral the whole game. You move and plumb in a different. I think position, they're going to start or? corral. And which, which you call that, is, and I think it's the right move. I called that, and then, you know, and I and I said it last year too when they were playing Plumley, and we were just you know trying to. Win. Matt Luke was coaching for his job. That's not, right, not the state of the program. That's right. Uh, Matt Corral is the more talented thrower of the football, and um, man, I'll say this: he was kind of in a bad spot because two years ago when he came in and played, Phil Longo was his OC, right? And I'm going to say based on what I have seen in the NFL out of DK Metcalf. And uh, A.J. Brown and Dawson, and Dawson Knox, Knox and even our running backs like Jordan Wilkins, who's on the NFL <laughs> roster and stuff. Um, Phil Longo should not be allowed within 300. There should be a restraining order between him and any kind of football and a playbook. stadium. Yeah, mm. Yes, like don't let it happen. But anyway, and then last year um, he had Rich Rod. And Rich Rod is not the kind of guy who is known for developing NFL-style quarterbacks, you know, throwers, you know, stuff no, like any that. Any throwers. Yeah, and – that's right. Now he's got Lane Kiffin and he's got Jeff Lebby, and they're a little bit more traditional. And and what I mean, and here's why I think they're going to move the football. It's going to Jerry Neely, 100. percent And I think Plumlee is going to be getting the ball. I think he's going yeah. to be your Danny Danny uh, Whitehead. Is that yeah, the guy? yeah. You know, what I mean, you're a guy like that where he catches out of the backfield, lines up in the slot. Um, it's a neat weapon. Yeah, you know, and he can even play some defense. But I mean, I could see him returning kicks. And here's the thing: when you have a guy like that on the field. Brings a trip play into, in 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 in, 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 in the game. A, that's that's like yeah, kind of his I mean, thing. Is you know let's let's get weird a little bit. Yeah. So I mean I I think they're going to be more traditionally built around running and throwing and play action passing, more pro style, but creative. As a not a lot of not a lot of not a lot of wrinkles and gimmick. Not a lot of gimmicks. Yeah. But a lot of creativity. But a lot of tricks. stuff that like yeah. they go to as their bread and butter. It continues to work like. It would not shock me in the slightest. I would say five, six times a game to see Corral in the shotgun with Ely on one side and Plumley right yeah. beside him. And you don't really – when that package comes out, that opens up a lot of doors. Yeah, I mean, I could just see a – I mean, I could see a, a fake speed give to Ely. Uh, <laughs> Jet sweep side. option, yeah, I mean, the double reverse, kind of, kind to still stuff. be able to throw it. I mean, there's just a lot going on there. But, you know, I, one thing I want to I want to tell folks uh, as we're talking about this sports stuff here is uh, if you do get to go to the games, yeah, be nice to the folks working in the stadium. Please. Because they are doing their best, and they did not ask for this mass hysteria nope. and, and the inconvenience well of said. having to deal with you. So when you go to Oxford, Starville, or Knoxville, or Memphis, or anywhere, man, be cool with these people because – and they're they're doing their best, the and best they can, and a lot of them are actually like volunteers. That's right. You know, what I mean, they're they're, they're a lot of people have had budget cuts mm-hmm. and can't pay stadium workers, can't pay normal date game day crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't sub it out like they were going to. <laughs> no. You know, um, so you're going to have a lot of folks, and just be nice to them, and um, be a com- They're going to be accommodating for you, so so be a, be accommodating for them too. Um, <coughs> there's another sport kind of winding down that we haven't even really mentioned yet, the NBA. Yeah, I'm They're, sorry, dude. I, I get it. The one, dog, of the, one of the dogs has a tough time with his belly over there, but anyway. God, I'm just baking in it, man. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> one of, oh, what are you even, feeding these things? The same thing they've ate for 13 years. But anyway, but the NBA, NBA the yeah. NBA bubble. Uh, we, before we move into the high school to talk here, uh, well, we're going to talk about it one more thing before we get to high school. But the NBA bubble has been wildly successful, amazingly entertaining. Yes, and extremely, extremely better than I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought the basketball was going to be a little subdued because Agreed. there was no 
uh, home court advantage. There was no emotion coming from the stands. There was no sound. Man, I think the players are more in tune. They're more focused, and their execution has been better because of the lack of emotion. People aren't – they're not coming down the floor shooting up a 40-foot heat check. No. They're actually coming down the floor and – Except for Tyler Hero last well, night. But Good yeah. Lord. But, Man. no, one thing, and I, this, you know, for anybody that's an NBA enthusiast will hate what I'm about to say. I wish they'd always play it in the bubble. I have watched this year more than I have watched since the mid-'90s. And I'm going to tell you why. These guys, you know, despite all the political stuff, they have played to play. That's yeah. it. You know, I mean, that, that they have – you have got – I mean, watching like in a normal year, let's think about this, in a normal year, we would not probably – we would probably not still see Jokic and Jamal Murray right. doing what they're doing. They probably would have lost to the Clippers because of home court advantage. Home court. You know, but like this NBA year it's, it's been – NBA politics is what I like to call it. Yeah. You know, but like – I'm going to tell you the best series I've watched to this date, Jazz Nuggets. Unbelievable. 3-1 lead blown. 3-1 lead blown. Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray going at it every single – I mean, like, we've gotten to see the future of the NBA in this bubble, I think. And that's what's been cool. And the present because – And the present. Because LeBron James is still the man. He's good. Triple-double at 35. Yeah, I mean – What you have is you have things happening with the older generation of players like LeBron they're doing things that are record breaking for people of his age. Yes. Then you got people like Tyler Hero who are doing things record breaking for He's 20. Yeah, he has the most points in an NBA playoff game by somebody 20 or younger since Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. That's had right. 42 in yeah. the 19 Magic Johnson, Derrick Rose and Tyler Hero, the only players 20 years or younger to score 35 or more in a playoff. Right, game. and there's also some kind of crazy stat it was like the only players to score 17 points in a quarter and or more in a playoff game are like, for this age, like, forever, <laughs> like Kobe, somebody else, Booby Gibson. He's had a hot quarter with that. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler Hero. I ain't mean, heard that name in a minute. Yeah, but he, and I'll be I'll be real. It's a funny podcast sometimes, but uh, <laughs> Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson give it hope to all the guys who look like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. I, speaking Jokic. of what's presently going on in the NBA. I love the Heat. I love what they're doing. They're ballers. They're grinders. And you know, here's this. This is something we've never talked about. When Jimmy Butler was with the Sixers, do you remember the dissension he had with the younger players and the staff? And he was like, "These guys don't work hard." He did it in Minnesota too. And he did it in Minnesota. And he's like, he said, "If if I could ever get somewhere where we can buy in," and I, I this is just a personal shout out right here too. Ten years ago, when and you know in the in the the twenty teens. When Miami was so good with LeBron and Bosch and Allen, I personally always dogged Eric Spolstra. That guy has turned out to be a fantastic basketball yep. coach. Yep. I mean, and who would have ever thought that Pat Riley was going to let him hang around after LeBron and right. Bosch and th- Allen, you know. And I think that probably speaks to a guy like Pat Riley seeing through the BS and mm-hmm. saying, this guy actually is a really good coach. Yeah, if I can if I can get those those superstars out of here, the guys, and get some guys, yeah. young guys that will listen, and they've built. It's like re- That's what's so cool is re- Rebuilding and retooling around a coach like him is easier. Yeah. You know, you got like uh, – and he didn't mind the rebuild because they kind of stayed competitive. Yeah. But you got a guy like Billy Donovan, he went to the Bulls because he didn't want to be around for the rebuild. That's right. 
you know. That's right. You know, just, I'm with He's you. a heck of a coach. And but, even then, he's gone to OKC, and you get CP3. It's like, but on, even man, then, you know? do, but then again, do you want to re? It's a lot easier to rebuild in South Beach than it is to rebuild in True Oklahoma that. City. Just being real. But and, I, I like, I'm, I'm obsessed with like with the heater. Like, I'm not watching the Nuggets and Lakers tonight because I feel like I know how that one's going to end. Yeah, it may not based on what the Nuggets. The, have done you, so uh, Lakers up 2-0. Teams two up two. Well, they were up 2-0, and then they they lost game three, and it was like, well, now it's a series. Well, it is, but what usually happens is a team kind of taps the brakes. Yeah. You know, more times Let's than not. Let's just call it what is the Lakers took a night off. They took a night off. Nights, and yeah. everybody but LeBron. But one thing that kind of worries me, though, is they expended a lot of energy to get back in it. It's true. And if you're going to lay a dud, just lay a dud. You like, know like, I mean? like start Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. AD rest. Play Contavious call up a lot yeah. more than play 40 minutes. But yeah. But, <laughs> But anyway. Let me start him on draft games yes. <laughs> at fourth at four yeah. K. <laughs> no, but, but 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 the Heat, man, I, I just I love, you know, you draft a guy like Bam and you draft a guy like Hero and you sign a vet that's never been in a good situation like Butler and then you sign Iguodala to mold everything to get like, it's just really cool to me. And you made a good point the other night. I mean, you were talking about this. Kentucky guys just play a little different. They do. In the league, I got a trivia question for you. I can't wait. Well, I got, I got two trivia questions. One, one's not, even, one's not even a trivia <laughs> question. One's kind of an observation. This is an observation. <sighs> Kentucky guys get in the league, and they're dogs. Like I mean, like you know, like the good way. You know, I mean, like they're they're bulldogs. They 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 play so hard, and they're the best players in the league. Yeah, and they're the most talented. Why do they not win more national championships? I'm just being Fair. honest. And because uh, here's the thing everybody shows it as Cal's guys get it done in the NBA and they're rich. Cool, but why do they not get it done for Cal? Like Coach K's guys get it done for Coach K, but they don't get it done in the NBA. It's a little different. That's true. You know, um, I think Roy Williams is the best combination of the two. I agree. But it's kind of alarming when I think of when I look at all these players that they have. Yeah. Even if they're freshmen, it doesn't matter. I'm being honest yeah. because they and played see, that, so much ball. I was going to use the cliche excuses it's, that they – It's not like they were Memphis's freshmen last year where they were, like, good, but they were, like, not transcendent players. Mm-hmm. James Wiseman was, but if right. he stays there, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, they had a year when they had Eric Bledsoe, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins. Pat Patterson may have been on mm, that team. He like, sure was. Like, they had nine NBA players – and didn't win it. So, Not NBA first rounders. Yeah, like all stars. And I mean, now they just got Bam and Tyler Hero and Devin Booker. All these guys are the called Anthony Towns, the younger generation. You know, and I'm just like, they're top twenty players in the league. And I know most of them only stayed one year. I get that, but man, you put all those guys together for. I just you know it's maybe tough for it's, me to figure out. And I think a lot of it is that that program has been so. They've been, they've made since Cal's been there. They've made their mark as hey, I can get you the league. Look what I've done so yeah. far. And I think a lot of them. I don't want to say they phone it in when it gets to crunch time in the college basketball season, but you know, you look if they play Duke in the Sweet Sixteen. Duke's got guys that have been there three or four years, and this right. will be the last great thing they yeah. ever do. Yeah, is play for a final. Four it's like or whatever, you it's, know. it's like the Kentucky players. Now they play for Kentucky, but the Kentucky players play for their brand yes. within the Kentucky thing. Yes. Duke's players play for the Duke brand for the betterment of their career. That's it's right. It's kind of No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think I Kentucky mean, uses their players. I think Duke's players use Duke. That's a good way of putting that. That's a really good way of putting that. Yeah. Well, that's a great question, though. Yeah. That's, What's your okay. trivia? So my trivia question is this, and I, and I think it's right. I did a lot of I did a lot of research here, and I think it's right. <laughs> Name the only John Calipari coached college player to win an NBA championship. 
Oh, my dear Lord. You're not going to get it. He's a Mississippi native. It's tough. I'm going to talk because there's a little Dude. Bit it's real tough. So you got to think back as you – I'm talking as you're thinking here. So you got to think about the guys in Kentucky. None of them have won yet because DeMarcus didn't win it with the, the them. And I'm going know. through my head. Like, and then you go back AD's going to be two. <laughs> uh, yeah, because if he wins – well, they're going to be okay because they have a Tyler Hero on the heat. They have yeah. Bam on they've the got, heat. And then Carl Anthony Towns. Carl, they well, got the well, number one well, pick. I'm talking about this coming. year. It's in the oh. playoffs. They'll have oh, a Kentucky yeah. winner because they That's got AD right. on the Lakers. And, Murray uh, on the Nuggets. And Murray on the Nuggets. And uh, Hero. Doesn't, have, doesn't have a Celtic. But the Celtics are probably done anyway. So yeah, I think they, they, yeah. I mean, they have they have a, a Kentucky player, a John. Right, you got to tell me now. All right, I'm going to tell you. Uh, it's nobody from Kentucky. It is nobody from UMass. It is a University of Memphis basketball player, and it is not Derrick Rose, and it is not Dewan Wagner. It is Mario. Missis- no, it's not Mario Chalmers. It is Mississippi native, Clarksdale, Earl Barron. No. He won a championship in 06 with the Heat. He played in eight games. He's the only John Calipari. I think he was the 06 championship. That is a fantastic He's the career. only John you Calipari. Could, you could be at Big Blue Nation Midnight Madness and ask that trivia question. I guarantee you the crowd doesn't get yeah, it. He was on he was on Cal's first teams at Memphis with uh, Kelly Wise, yeah, Earl Barron. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I would have never pretty, thought I'm of pretty that. sure that is absolutely correct. If, if I'm pretty sure that's right. Dude. Yeah, Earl Barron. Errol Barron. I ain't heard that name. So I'll minute. tell you a funny story. We were um we were gonna be I was gonna be a junior at South Pontotoc and I went to I went to a bunch of big basketball camps, kinda came back ranked in the state, you know, player rankings, but I got mono that summer. And also got a girlfriend, but I got mono, that's what I'm blaming it on. And did one of those lead to the other? One of them was one hundred percent contracted because of the other. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so I, and I didn't know it. I didn't know I had mono because I never went to the doctor. But I played. Right. I played. I, my dad got us. We went to the Ole Miss basketball team camp, and he said, "Hey, I got a, I got a guy. I got a guy who can play. So give us some tough teams." So first game we go out, and I got mono, and I don't know it. And we're sh- two guys who are going to be starters on the basketball team decided not to come back out because they was going to play full time baseball. And another guy who was a junior broke his foot, so he was out for the summer. So we rolled out me, a freshman, and three guys who were going to be eighth graders. And we got Lone Oak, Arkansas first game, and they were the 4A state champions. So they had some guys that Ole Miss was recruiting and Arkansas was recruiting, and they bludgeoned us. Second game, (laughs) we got Clarksdale, and Earl Barron comes out there, and he did dunking everything, and – we got killed. In fact, finally, by the end of the camp, my dad was, like, trying to find Delta Academy's JV team. We were just, <laughs> hey, you guys want to play? <laughs> yeah, it's like – but after after the – he dogged me all week. And then after camp, I was like, I don't feel real good. So I went to the doctor and I had mono, and I was just walking a walking zombie. And I was waiting on him to apologize to me, like, man, sorry I gave you such a – no. Never. <laughs> never, never came. Never, to this day. He's still man, upset about he, the week. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's mad about that right now. Why didn't you tell me? He just called me fat and out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but yeah, Earl Barron. He man, he was a tremendous high school player. But you know, it just goes to show you that when the guys like that go to college, they become a one trick pony. Yeah, he was a scorer and a dunker. He went to play for Cal. He played defense. He blocked shots. He rebounded. So and then just, did the same thing in the NBA. Yeah, did the same thing in the for NBA. probably the, a ten day contract. But that kind of that kind of guy knew his role, won a championship, and that's probably the reason that Cal's guys uh, have a tough time in college because they don't really have defined roles yeah. so much. But when they get in the NBA. It's defined. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, 100%. Devin, Devin Booker is next 
Yeah. You know, he, no, he, I he, agree. I mean, you know, I, he, yeah. I mean, so uh, shout out to Cal for uh, losing with all that talent. I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> so let's – prediction stays the same. Lakers winning it. Lakers win it. John Morant, of course, was the, the, the rookie of the year. Uh, I like the Lakers to win it, and I like what whoever they play to go seven. And it's going to be the Heat. I was but, about to say I, Lakers in seven. I, I like it heat. to go seven because I think a guy like Jimmy Butler. Bam. And you know what? He hadn't had to do it yet. And you and I talked about this the other day. Stab the The man. Lakers are going to mismatch <laughs> the Heat. Yeah. Or the it don't matter who they play. They're going to be a mismatch. But those other guys on the court. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to account for LeBron. You're not going to be able to account for AD. But I know you can account for Danny Green. I know you can account for KCP, and I know you can account for either McGee or Howard. Bam Kuzma's is a out there still, considerably right? Considerably better player yep. than McGee or Howard. I expect him to have a big series. One thing about Dwight Howard that I have noticed is sometimes you see glimpses of defensive oh, player of the year, Dwight. Dwight when yeah. he just zones in and blocks shots. You know, he started tonight. Yeah, they they swapped McGee out. They said we we need to get this done. Man, Javale McGee's a clown. I don't know. I still don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know so, why Dwight's not playing twenty five thirty minutes a game. So there's a, there's a lot of I was I was I tweeted this earlier today that there's a lot of basketball slang and lingo that people don't get. But like if you say a guy, man, he'd be about a bucket. That's a compliment. It means that guy can score. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, I feel like if you call somebody a clown in basketball, it's like the ultimate insult. Because not only are you calling this guy a clown, you're not even calling them, like, by their name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so he's not even significant enough to have a name. And like, right. I call JaVale McGee just a clown. I don't think. He is an he's NBA like a, journeyman that worked himself into a good situation simply because he's tall. I think he's probably really funny and people like him in the locker yeah. room. And I feel like he has connections outside the basketball realm that people really appreciate. We'll just say that in all kind of realms. <laughs> JaVale seems like that, like Zebo. If you know, you know. JaVale, JaVale was probably real popular in the bubble. Zach Randolph would have been the best person in the bubble just because of all the fun things Zach Randolph. I mean, so true. He's a, he owns his rap label with like Yo Gotti and, yeah. and and all those guys. I mean, he just I feel like you get a lot going on there with him. But but anyway, going from all the professional sports, and we're about to go talk about amateur high school sports, but between the pro sports. In the high school sports, yeah. we'll talk about another sport. Our sport, our sport. That's right, McKinley. It's, it's a sport for us. Our sport is our sport. <laughs> uh, McKinley and I are now fully entrenched and one hundred percent addicted to pickleball. We so much are. And so, for you, for those of you who don't really know what pickleball is, I'll give you a quick synopsis, and we'll, we'll talk about why it's so fun and why you should all be playing it. I'm just being literally. Um, so pickleball is a game played on teams of two. Mostly teams of two, like doubles. But it's a combination of doubles tennis, ping pong, badminton. Okay, so if you if you will, uh, it's like when you played basketball at Mega Sports on the small court. That's right. On a short rim. Pickleball's floor is kind of like that. It's about 70%, 60% the size of a tennis court. The net is shorter. Uh, it's not as deep. And pretty much it's played with a wooden or you know flat paddle and what amounts to a springy wiffle ball. Yeah. And guys, it is the most fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the most athletic exercise fun you can have as an adult, and I bar none. Am I right? You couldn't have said it better. So we have friend, we have friends of mine, and and McKinley's as well now. Uh, Brent Martin has a, his court in his backyard, and uh, Brent and is Meredith's uh, husband, Meredith, the the real estate mogul in town for for Tommy Morgan, and um. I just showed up one night, and it was Brent and Adam Morgan who owns Blue Canoe and PVT yep. and, and Ben McAlealy who works for the Downtown Association and those guys. And we started playing, and I'd heard about it played by old folks at my church, and I never really knew what was going on, but I got out there, and it got me hooked. And I had been coming back 
telling me, and I live in Mill Village. We got a court over there, and I've been telling McKinley, man, I got this pickleball. You should play. And he's like, I'm going to play. I'm going to play. We finally had a time for him to come over. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. The gentlemen of the What's Happening pod are pretty gruesome too. So when it comes to pickleball, we are. We are. So anyway, I'm addicted to it uh, because of it gives me that little bit of the competitive edge that I need without having to be too intense. Right. And I don't think I'm going to get hurt. And it gets my heart rate up. Yeah. So McKinley, tell me why you love it, and tell me, tell me, tell me what drew you to it, and tell me your thoughts on the game itself. I can tell you one reason I love it is because to me it's like a. And I never did this as a kid, but it's like an old school PE game that you play. And so, like, I play in a kickball league here in Tupelo that I've been playing in for eight years. As long as I've known you, you've been. In so, I mean, yeah. League. I mean, as long as the league's existed, we've played. And man, Vish, it's, what's your what's your team name? Vicious Kitty. Vicious Kitty. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> but uh, no, man. I like it. It's just like it's one of those games. I was a competitive PE kid. There's 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 two kinds of kids in PE, specifically males. There's those that go try to win a championship every day in PE, and there's those that who would just like to walk around the gym. Yeah. I am the former. And, like, that's what pickleball kind of brought back to me, man, is that the same thing kickball does is, like, man, this is something that I can be really competitive at. I can have fun. It's casual. It's there's it's cheap. It's unbelievably cheap. I've, I've actually ordered my paddle, by the way. You got you a paddle. Good. I, I got me a paddle. Way. Cool. Awesome. Yep, sure did. Got it on eBay. And I got mine on eBay. Yeah. It's good. And it's cool to have your own paddle because now you can just show up and play anywhere. Yes. Without having to. Yep. Oh, we yep. got a game here. So. And Brent has been unbelievably gracious first two times. I mean, like, I mean, I know you've been playing longer than I have, but, man, I, I just – that is – like, I can tell you when Brian invited me Sunday, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know who, who was I was going to see when I showed up. Made some new friends. Yep, literally. And then, uh, as soon as I left, I mean, I'm asking Brian. Brian, when we, you know, when we playing again? We play two days later. Yeah. I mean, for two and a half, three hours. I mean, just it's just that fun of a game. And if you, if you have an athletic bone in your body, you're anywhere between I would say 25 and 50, 60. It's a great game. Well, and I, I made it all this time without tearing an ACL or rupturing Achilles, yeah. playing basketball, baseball, football, contact, really tough stuff. I don't feel like anything's going to happen to me unless I fall by being a little aggressive. Or there is a chance out there you could sprain an ankle. Yeah. You know, maybe trying to stop, start. But yeah. I mean, I'm currently icing my knee yeah, as we speak. McKinley but took a know. spill, but he was being aggressive, trying to win the match. And yeah. uh, he and I, we have a whole lot of fun when we play against each other. And we are so complimentary when we play against each other. I mean, we, when we play with each other, we, we have a lot of fun. But when we play against each other, we're very complimentary. We That's true. And other people are not very complimentary against the people they're playing. They're not rude, but they just don't really give their due. Yeah. But McKinley would <laughs> hit a shot, and I'd be like, man, nice shot, Mac. And he'll be like, no, nice, you know, nice shot, Brian. And like our teammates are kind of looking at us like, like, hey, man, I'm trying to win here. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's your buddy, but. But I'll tell you what what, what pickleball <laughs> has done for me, and this is, this, is bef- this is true. It has helped my mental health. Yeah, I agree. And like, so when I moved – downtown it's like i said it's been a while since we've had some podcasts but when i moved downtown things were like awesome and then they kind of nosedived really fast and uh i've kind of been getting things in order but i've been able to immerse myself in my friends group you know like people like mckinley and gore and uh my friend jared vandegriff and you know and my, my all these people my friend tara williams who's, who's working with us now and, and mitch and my friend nick weaver and all these guys but like and then i've met i have rekindled friendships with people like brent and Meredith yeah. and those folks so like it's just really helped me being able to go out and and you know people recognize me and, and kind of being in a different group you know and uh 
it's really been good to go out there and breathe the night air and yes. sweat a little bit and have something to take my mind off of the stresses, not of life, because I'm going to be honest with you, like, I'm, I'm not being stressed by COVID anymore. I'm being stressed by everything around right. me. I mean, you know, uh, getting older. Work, I, yeah, work, age. You know, and age and just a lot going on. But, but pickleball and hanging out, you know, with people like yourself and a Friday night football show, it's really been a treat to kind of escape from that. And no I, doubt. And then I look forward to doing it more. I'm going to buy a net and, uh, so McKinley and I can have our own games over at Mid Village. Yeah. We can invite some of you guys and ladies For who listen. Sure. Uh, people always kind of contact me about what we're doing and, you know, man, the Happening Pod might throw a uh, pickleball tournament and give away nothing, but just have it. Uh, we always, I'm here for it. We always threaten to do stuff to just have some listeners and, uh, you know, I've envisioned out. in my head having a Mill Village pickleball tournament and, like, Mitch serving brunch and folks just rolling in left and right, right. people coming from out of town that play. Well, I'll just, just throw this out there. Music. May or may not. Mitch McCamey and I may or may not be talking about throwing a Mill Village festival. That was a that was just a that was a shady segue on my end. Yeah, I, so, knew you're, anyway, I knew you were going to go we're, into. We're going to we will we will talk about that in future podcasts. But just know that Mitch and I have some things up our sleeves. But and anyway, we haven't had a podcast since we've been back to KSK. We have not. And man, they, Soul Kitchen's good, guys. If if we were always complimentary of of Outlaw, yeah. And I couldn't be more overly, overly complimentary of KSK. It's it the and and Mitch won't mind us saying this. The food is is better. The 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 menus dialed down. It's simpler. It's all about good atmosphere, good food, good drinks, it, good. It's just it's it, not it an art the, project on my plate. It's actual great food. It is. Oh my gosh, y'all! That I, I I've said it to a million people by now. This okra that they've got up there, guys. It's it's just next level. And those of you who know Brian Ball and know that I don't eat many vegetables per se. But he smashes this okra. I kill that okra. I ate some marinated tomatoes. Those mm-hmm. things are good. I mean, just go to Kermit's Soul Kitchen. And when you go, do me a favor. We get no money from Mitch. Mitch, but I want Mitch to know that Brian and McKinley. Yeah, listens. are telling people to go. But yeah, it's like you know the other day we mentioned Tupelo River on the radio show, and somebody went and saw Pete the next Saturday, and or somebody there and was like, yeah. hey, the people on the radio show were talking about me and they had no idea who they were talking about but it was us so yeah but anyway we've talked about all the pro stuff we've talked about the wannabe pros with you and i let's talk about the local guys so week three of the high school slate is upon us and we won't like i said we this is really why we're here the preview show but there are there are a bunch of good games this week but there are three that are head and shoulders. Buddy, we've got some slobber above everybody this else. Week. So, anyway, um, we're going to start right up here at the top. Um, we're going to go with Lafayette at West Point. <sighs> and this is, you know, death taxes, these two playing later in the year. They're going to be playing in November. Fact. For, you know, or late October. But Lafayette is at West Point, and uh, shout out to the Lafayette folks for making the drive. The, the, however many folks that they can take and get in the stands, they'll, they'll take be them. there. Um, go to Anthony's. Please. Hang out with uh, Jared and Walker. They're going to be there. Yep. Uh, shout out to them guys for calling us every week. Uh, but my thoughts, I actually like West Point to run away with one early. I, I, th- okay. I, I think I, I actually think it. I, you know, over two scores. I'm talking about 14 plus. Okay. I, I just have that feeling okay. right now. I think later in the year when they play again, because they will play again, the game will be much closer when they're in the North half semis. Or the North Half Finals. But I just think right now, West Point just probably a little bit more prepared, a little bit more seasoned early in this year based on what they have back at certain spots. I like it to be competitive early, but I like West Point to do what West Point does, probably pull away okay. by a couple scores late. 
I'm going to go a little contrarian. Okay, I like that. I actually think Lafayette pulls this one out. Hmm. And I'm not doing it just because they go the other way. I'm going to tell you why. And we usually don't. Like We, we usually we, don't. We, we're we, usually yeah. in fairly good agreement. But I say that. The one blemish on Lafayette's record so far is a loss to Oxford, 33-22. But a lot of people do not know that they were up 22-6 to when Tyrus Williams, quarterback for Lafayette, was ejected from the game. Lafayette wins that game. We're probably having a little bit different conversation because everybody kind of look at that. Okay, well, Oxford beat them, right. and Oxford's supposed to be down a little bit this year. I think Lafayette comes to play Friday night, and I, okay. and and I, and I watched a little bit of West Point and Tupelo. Oh, God, if Chris Chambliss ever saw my face and knew what it was and who I was, what I'm about to say, I think if there's ever a team at West Point that's susceptible, it's this year. There's no Marcus Murphy. You're right. There's you know there's no uh, there's Brandon no Brandon Harris. Cherry Brandon Harris. Yeah. You know there's no they don't have that guy. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> West Point has athletes. I promise. Right. I've seen. And them. we'll know who they are by week five. Yes, and because they'll all have 600 yards rushing. Maybe and this week. And, yeah, that's right. That said, after watching the Tupelo game against West Point, I just I got a feeling that Lafayette is going to hang. It would not surprise me in the slightest if West Point wins this game. But I think there's every year for Lafayette to go win. And I talked to Ben Ashley over the summer, defensive coordinator at Lafayette. I saw him when I was doing driver's ed. Uh, he was walking in FNC Park. It was so random. And saw this big bearded guy walking up. And I was like, who's that guy in that Lafayette jacket? But anyway, he said their junior class is absolutely loaded. Uh, I think West Point's kind of the same way. But uh, I like the doors by a field goal because they always have a kicker. It's funny how uh, we the, the Commodores have gone from Lionel Richie and the Commodores, and now they're Jim Morrison and the Doors. <laughs> I almost went with a, this is the end, Riders on the store. <laughs> What's our next game? All right, next game. We're going to go uh, We're gonna go with a, uh, a big, big game, nationally speaking. Okay. It's one of the biggest games in the country. Yes. 3-0 Starville, 3-0 South Oh, man. Or 2-0. They're both two and zero. Both three and zero. They're both, both three and zero. So correct. Is this week four. Of this, the, <laughs> yeah, it's week four. Is this week four? Week four. All right, my bad. Is Sorry. This, I mean, nobody's I, no, everybody's guessing. How many days. weeks have we been on the radio so far? Three. We've done three. <laughs> <laughs> three, I think. Yeah, that's right. Because we've yeah, we've got Jimmy's twice, and remember he didn't. That's, that's right. That's when Jimmy's come. Dang. Sure, correct me. We're not going to edit it out. It's week no, four. it's week four. It's, it's week, week four, four it's season week four. two. <laughs> Episode two teams, three and up. Epilu- <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Here's what's going on. <laughs> but anyway, Startville, South Panola, huge game. Some national implications because uh, whoever wins this game actually probably has a fast track to being on the outside of the top 25 in Mexico. Yeah, National. Yeah, for sure. Just being honest, though. For sure. I think the star power lies with Startville, obviously. I agree. Two big D1 commits in the backfield. And obviously the one that, you know, maybe the state's best player in Luke Altmeyer. At quarterback, Florida State commit. Uh, this kid's special. Uh, I've talked to several people, and I, I've actually – I got to see him play um, two years ago against West Point as a sophomore, and he was as advertised then. I mean, the hype – it was all hype then, but he lived up to it, and he's most certainly lived up to it since then. I think that Starkboy is your front runner, you know. But this game is in Panola County. And I know that the Tigers do not like to lose in Panola County. And here's the weird thing Have about South the, Panola. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they open up the season with a 14-13 to 13 win over Hernando. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting tweet they put out after the game. It's like, sorry, folks, to get your hearts racing. We'll be fine. And then next week they go out and beat Meridian like 
45 to 15 or something, you know, like, so I I think that the game plan obviously will be there for Sal Panola. I like Starkville just simply because I think they're going to be too much offensively. I expect some points though. Yeah. I I like this game to be played in the thirties, twenties. I agree. So I I can see like a 35, 24, 35, 21. I'm with that. Uh, I could probably, I could see it maybe being a little closer than the scoreboard indicates. Yeah. Late touchdown. Yeah, because what you know, a lot of times you got to you know say Starville's up. Salpanola's got to gamble. Yeah, Starville. I think it's a gimmick game for Salpanola. They're gonna they're gonna throw some wrinkles in there. You know, they're obviously we know they're a you know three feet in a cloud of dust, lineman feet right. next to each other, go right at you. But I think this is a game they're gonna they're going to get the ball in some playmakers' hands in weird ways that they normally. Yeah, don't. and you know an, another thing, I, I'll mention this every once in a while. I don't know what the weather's going to be like in Batesville. But if it's moist and rainy and that ball doesn't come Blazing, out of Altmeyer's. Plays in the Tigers' hands. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not going to speed up the track for you. You, no. know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, look for, I look for a good competitive game. I'm like you. I like Starville to win it. Not con- not handily, but convincingly. It will look like a really good win. Yeah. And will be. But I would not be surprised if this game was 14-13 like you talking about. I mean, I would not. I would not be surprised. But uh, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I see it. I see Starkville being up twenty eight twenty four, and maybe Sal Panola having to get unordinary and left handed and yeah. throw a pick yeah. and get beat thirty five something 24. like that, or or yeah. I have to blitz. Altmar picks yeah. it up, blown and, and, coverage, touchdown. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm just with some, you. something crazy. I'm I, with I you. could see that. Um, and the last game of our big three, we're going to highlight here, and this is going to segue into our picks. Um, yes, but, uh, and uh, our, our rundown. But uh, what a cool game this one is! So, Cor- Corinth or Corinth, as my friends up in Alcorn County say, uh, is playing MRA Madison Ridgeland Academy out of uh, Jackson area. It's um, the the premier MAIS program in the state. Um, they versus just defending four A state champs versus defending four A state champs. Uh, Coach Todd Larry and them running the wing tee. Yep. And MRA is going to come around slinging that thing with uh, Herbert Davis at the helm. I go way back with Her- Herbert Davis. I've known him since I was in the seventh grade when he was the head football coach at the Indianola Academy. Um, th- and he would not care if I said this because he, what I'm about to say is true. Uh, MRA is probably pound for pound the best recruiting school in the state because they get all the ones they want. Ole Miss doesn't get all the ones they want That's in the right. state. Uh, Mississippi State doesn't get all the ones they want. If MRA wants you, they get you. And they've actually got a homegrown guy, middle linebacker mm-hmm. Stone Blanton, Mississippi State yep. baseball commit, yep. several D1 football offers. And this is going to be a fun football game, and one we will actually well, be in. They are, and they're they're loaded with in-school players. They're groomed yes. from kindergarten. But then you get a guy like Sadiq Charles a few years ago who ends up going to Louisiana, LSU. You know, That's like, right. He didn't he didn't go there in kindergarten, That's to right. be honest. Uh, but but they have earned the reputation as that school. And, and I'm not saying that Coach Davis goes out and recruits them, but people go to that school. Yeah, and they they to play football. To play football for him. That's right. Uh, so I look for a really good game. It's going to be a contrast of styles, uh, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be the best game in the area. I, I think, think it may be the be- one of the better games that we get a chance to see a little bit of all year. I agree. And like, and, and two said, contrasting gonna, styles. And like you said, we're going to be there. I love it. And we're going to be I've there. I've already talked to Coach Scarborough. Yeah. He said, "Man, you guys call us. I'll save you a parking spot. Get you right in." So. That's awesome. That's always good to know, folks. And you know, folks. Is, yeah. You know, it, folks. It, man, it's it, it's going to be good. And we've got a poll out there, guys. We do have a poll. So you right and now, you won't hear this by the time the poll ended, but I think we're in a tie right now between 
Top of the River and Vicari. Top of the River came roaring back. They came roaring back. Oh, top of the River till you met you. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, if it was Vicari, Top of the River, Russell's Beef House. And, and Shrimp Boat. Shrimp Boat. So Shrimp Boat's an outdoor-only kind of place. Yes. So, you know, every, every time we, somebody says Shrimp Boat, I think, I'm Shrimp Boat Captain. <laughs> it's my boat. My Jenny. <laughs> but Lieutenant. Forrest is your mama. She's <laughs> sick. <laughs> Forrest thought I might try out my sea legs, but Lieutenant Dane, you ain't you got, got no legs. legs. Got yes, I know that for Titanium alloy. <laughs> Man, that's a good movie. But anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be the best game, like you said, we get to watch probably all year between two heavyweights. Yes. Because we just can't get to Sal Panola. No, we, we mean, can't. We, we would have loved to go into West Point this week or so Batesville, but We could have. We, we might could have gone. We might could still make West Point happen. We might could make that happen. But, but, there, but So who do you like in this game? Or is this one of you might be too close to call for you? Sometimes you do that. Man, it, it, here's the thing. And, and just without really giving a score or a winner, you got the wing tee. Mm-hmm. We know that Corinth knows how to control the ball. They got a new quarterback in Bronner Cregan taking over for DT Sheffield. A couple of weapons still there, Caden Betts and Azarius Jones. Corinth's going to do what Corinth does. They are. We know that. It's tough to prepare on a week, especially not knowing until last Friday that MRA is going to be playing the best wing tee team in the state. Right. I think you got to get a little bit of edge to Corinth. One, MRA's got to travel. But, like you said, MRA is not afraid to throw that ball around a yard. Yeah. And they will. And it's it's just going to be interesting to see two contrasting styles. You know, if MRA scores quick, does that hurt them because their defense has to go right back on right. and face that brutal ground and pound? Or do they try to dink and dunk and, you know, stretch some drives out and get Corinth tired defensively. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be good to watch, man. I, that's all I can really say about this one. I, I'm rooting for Corinth. Same. But I think MRA wins. And, okay. here, and here's why. Here's why I think that. Um, the, the players that MRA is going to have on the field are extremely intelligent, and I think they will be very sound and disciplined on the defensive side of the yeah. ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, which you cannot stop Corinth if you're not. Yeah, you can't. They, they, they will. They will be in the right position. They will be. They will be uh, assignment football. That's what I'm trying to get. Yes. You know, they will know whose hat they're supposed to put. Whose who's helmet Gap they're sound. supposed to put. Yep. yep As yep. these coordinators yep. would say. Um, they're also. It's not like you and I when we would travel to a game. We'd have to ride that yellow dog. Yeah. They're coming up on a really nice. Oh bus. yeah. Maybe even. Hell, they Maybe might, they, they might already be up there. I'm just going yeah, to be real. <laughs> They might be at top of the river tonight. Holiday Inn. <laughs> yeah. Thursday night, yeah, MRA. But, yeah, but uh, they just had to walk through at Shallow Battlefield or something. Like, <laughs> the remember the Titans? Corinth's kids are going to go into class tomorrow. I'm like, what? Who's doing it's like when you play, It's like when you play LSU and they're at your campus on a Wednesday. But uh, I, I think they win um, a close game. Uh, and I try to go transitive property sometimes. Okay. Like A is sure. equal to B and B is equal to C. They beat Trinity. Was that the team? Beat Trinity Christian out of Texas. Yeah. Beat Philadelphia. Typical two A power. Eighteen to nothing. Yeah. You and know. you know, and and I just feel like they're just one of those teams. Like just, yeah. You know, it's tough to beat them. They're just tough to beat. I think they're the, the favorite in MAIS, Obviously. Well, yeah. Them and them and probably Heritage. Heritage is good. Yeah. Pre- uh, I think. Prep. Prep's pretty good now. Prep, I think yeah. J.A.'s better. Yeah, I think But those J.A's are the four big ones. You know, up in the north, Indianola's okay. Yeah. Pilly used to be okay. But but I, I like him already win a close one. Um, But yeah. I'm, I'm actually – And I'm going I'm to go the other way. But I'm like rooting Mark. for Coach Lowry. Like, oh, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get it twisted. But, uh, yeah. you know, but I just – I'm rooting hard for them. Um, But 
shout out to both teams sure. for playing this game. Absolutely. More times than not, you'll see a Philadelphia play MAIS team, or like you said, or maybe you know you see right. two one A's play. But well, and you, these you're are never going to see Starkville play because that's not fair. I mean, it's just not fair. Let's call it what it mm-hmm. is. South Panola is not going to play Jackson Prep. That's just that game does not need to exist. Yeah. But a good three A power, a good four A power, and a good MAIS power. Those games have got fireworks. I mean, that's that's awesome. The MAIS, former the MPSA, has changed a little bit in the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, been a little bit more integration of athletes, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, uh, uh, and students as well. Students as well. Um, but I'll say this: I'm sure, like the greatest private school players of all time, are like you know Jerry and Ely. Oh, you know, of that, course, that the speaker yeah. itself. Uh, but the best private school football player I've ever seen in the state of Mississippi played at SBEC, Southern Baptist Educational Center, which is now North Point Christian in Memphis. Right. They play in the TSSAA now, but they used to play in the MPSA. Mm-hmm. They had a football player play quarterback for them named Bernie Vesey. And Bernie Vesey went to Tennessee to play quarterback. And he, after, he was, Eli, uh, he was yeah. Peyton's backup, but he didn't play wide receiver. He was the – I hate to say the phrase pound for pound, but pound for pound – he is the most impressive high school football player I've ever seen in person. Playing against the competition he was playing against. Right. Like, he was an, a 6A All-State football player playing in 3A private school football. Right. It was just insane. Not fair. It was insane. It was, it was insane. But, yeah, I, I, every time I think about those games on a Friday night, I'll, I'll anyway, that was a Herbert Davis team that played against him. Of course. And they held a Bernie Vesey kind of offense in check. But my, what I was about to get at, my, the reason I predict MRA really is, I remember watching Herbert Davis coach at Indianola, and they were throwing that thing around, but everybody back then ran the wing tee, or they were in that Nebraska oh, style yeah. of football. Maryland I. The private school held on to that for a long time because of athletes. Sure, so, you had to. Yeah, so Necessity. I wouldn't think this is going to be their first time to necessarily see something like this, but it is going to be their first time to see it with the athletes they are going to see it. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Um, so – Good luck to MRA. You got your hands full of corn. Yeah, no doubt. My thought. I, I can't wait to go to this game. Gonna be awesome. a good meal. So, which brings me to the next point. There's a reason we didn't go to West Point in Lafayette this week because we got to catch two games. We do have to catch we, two games. We got to catch two games. So it's. I mean, I guess it's time for our our schedule rundown for the week. It is. It All is. Right, All right. So it. the reason we're going up front, uh, up north, to catch two games, and it is the first game on the list. It's the first game on the <laughs> list. Yep. Uh, is because your boy here, Brian, absolutely. <laughs> Rips to shreds and bags loads on, bags on the golden bears of Alcorn Central, and I don't know why. I have no idea why, but I think it's because you may be getting a call Friday. By the way, man, I would love a call. I would love. I'm a just call. saying, just there's people at work right now. Okay, uh, so we're going to go up to the Corinth game, and we're going to catch that one. Then we're going to round over to uh, Tish County. Well, depending on the meal. We, we might go to. We might flip flop. If them. it's if top of the river wins, we'll go Tish we may County go Tish first. first. Just for travel right. sake. Right. But our second game of the night for our travel is going to be Alcorn Central at Tish County. People of Glen, just let it be known. I don't know anybody from Glen. So I don't have to sugarcoat what I, I have to do. say. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think you pull off a win Friday night. Oh. I'm not doing this to sugarcoat. My, how the turn I'm not tables. doing this to sugarcoat. <laughs> <turn>. <laughs> I'm not doing it to sugarcoat it or win any fanfare or any fandom from from Glenn. It's the battle of it's the battle of the first names. It's Glenn versus Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the white guy name bold. You had to go there, but uh, I like Alcorn Central there. Who do you like? I like Tish. 
Okay. I like a, a, sl- a slight resurgence this year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think Richard Russo is going to do he does a good, good job. things there. I want to tell people this, too. If you've never been to Tishomingo County High School, it is a beautiful school. Oh, my God. That that football stadium. It doesn't belong in Mississippi. That football stadium is, is representative of a, of a 4A power. Well, and and, and their, their school, like when you look at it, it's like made of these rocks. Yeah. It's like it belongs in Gatlinburg. Like it doesn't belong. It belongs in the, the Appalachian Mountains. Not it's like four miles from Woodall Mountain. <laughs> yeah, not off Woodall Mountain. <laughs> It's the largest hill in Mississippi. <laughs> Proud of it, though. 600, 600 feet. Whatever it is. <laughs> going to drive that far. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Alcorn Central, okay, you like Tish County. Mm, we're going to go fast here. You ready? I'm going to go fast. This one's definitely going to be fast. Right. Biggersville at Myrtle. Biggersville, really big. Right. Goldman Butler, Daily Journal Player of the Year, calling it now. All right. I've learned, remind me to talk about Goldman Butler Friday night. No I, I have some info from my friend Johnson Benjamin. Nice. They, he went to school with. Have you talked to Cliff at all? I have not. About Goldman? I have not. I have not. But I can. I can actually. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can do that. Able to do that. Uh, Coldwater at Byers now. Homer Wesley Byers. Yes, uh, in Coldwater. Cool. <laughs> Thank drink. you, Paul. Henry. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, this right here is going to be the probably the worst game on the docket. <laughs> the, the game between the worst two teams on the docket that we're talking about, but. You would have more fun at this game. <laughs> It'll be like Tish Pontotoc like seven, eight years ago. Yes, yes. So, Coldwater at Byers. Um, I'm going Byers. I'm going Coldwater. Mm, man, Give I me the so. drink. I hope so. I, I want to talk about a Coldwater win on the radio. <laughs> uh, East Webster at Union. Oh, that's an interesting little game. Union's good. Yeah, Wolverine's traveling south. That's, I, yeah. I like Union. New coach. College, uh, college, what do you call it? Colleague? Alum, like, we went to college together. Yeah, you're, you were a uh, Cohorts in college. Yeah, we, like, we, we were both PE majors. Uh, Jordan Wren, new head coach at Union. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, good okay, guy. Cool. I, I like Union. Okay, I like Union. Um, yeah. You said that Coldwater at Byers may be the worst. <laughs> I was wrong. I didn't look at the list. You didn't scroll. <laughs> so as I scrolled down two more games, we got the – man, I ripped Faulkner on the radio. I said hard. Big, big Prather wasn't walking through that door. <laughs> So anyway, next game, Faulkner at Ashland. Give me Ashland. You know what? I'm going to Ashland too because that's where my family's from. Abel's okay. store in Ashland. Grandma Loach want the the, the Rennick, Rennick Hill Road. I'm down with that. Go Blue Devils. And you know why I know the reason I'm going with Ashland? <laughs> that is my main man, Danson Reed Flowers. Got his start. That's right. He got his, his start softball coach. God, I used to love those stories. <laughs> I went to that softball game at West Union one time. West Union is still at bat. Scoring <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> he was so happy too, just coaching his girls. He was such, he's so positive. Oh you know, yeah, I mean, he, he's one of the best guys around. We might get a call from him soon. Uh, we, we need one. Bad. Uh, Hamilton at Smithville. Is this Smithville's first game of the year? Second. They Second. got trounced by Biggersville. Remember, sixty to that's 66. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lot loss from Smithville. You know, obviously a new head coach. Oh, uh, Chad Collins coming back. Uh, Michael Campbell left. Right. A lot of seniors graduated last year off that good four or five year run they had. Hamilton maybe making a little resurgence. Got their first win in a while earlier this year. They lost a close one to Vardaman last week. Yes, right? lost a close one to Vardaman. Uh, I like Smithville at home to get back on track. I like Smithville to win, and also would like for Flip to call us. Be nice. Dallas, Flippo, Hamilton, call uh, us. Lowndes County, please. I got your number. I'll text you again. I mean, anyway, call us. All right, going to Hatley at East Union. East Union. East Union, big, big. Uh, Hebron Christian at West, West Memphis Christian. Um, I'll take Sister Christian in the points. Well, they're both Christians. I don't so. know. I don't know anything about it. I, I, give I, me West Memphis at home. 
I'm going to go with West Memphis because I feel like there's more athletes there than there is outside of Houston. Um, Okay. Hmm, This next one here. Love it. I I, I think it's going to be a really good game. Hernando at Tupelo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I skipped one. <laughs> Maybe no. You Hern- did? Uh, no, I didn't. Hernando at Tupelo. Yeah. Um, Hernando's been putting up points. They had the close win early in the year, or the close loss to Sal Panola. Yep. And then lighting up the scoreboard since. Yeah. So it's kind of tough. You know, I'm just going to be real. I don't know if it gets into a track meet, a shootout. I don't know if Tupelo can keep up. But then again, if the game is played in the 20s, I don't know if Hernando really wants that smoke from Tupelo right now because. A tough Ty Harden team in the twenties is, is is tough to beat. They got the sophomore running back who Tyson Brown. Tyson Brown, yeah, was our player of the week last week. Um, I like Tupelo, and I like Ty Harden's first signature win as a coach of the Wave. I like Tupelo big. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why. This guy, and I love him to death. I see him every day. I talk to him every day. He stresses himself out over his defense. Brian Jones, yeah, he does. And people people don't realize this: the state's best running back in week one, Neshoba Central's Jarquez Hunter. Mm-hmm. He holds to 170 yards. A lot of yards, but on 33 rushes. Yep. 25 first half points, zero second half. West Point week two, down 21-7, final score 24-14. Last week, you know, I mean, it, it, 21-4, I mean, in other words, 21-20 final. They're, they're, Tupelo is really figuring things out in the second half defensively. Yeah. And I know they're going to get a couple players back this week. Yep. I like Tupelo big. I like Tupelo to win. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say 31 31- 17. I was going to say like 28 24. I like him to win in the 20s. Okay. Close. You know, but uh, I like him to be, I like him to pound it. And I, th- I think Jake Ware and the receivers get some chemistry this week. I see a, I see a, I see the game broken open on a play action touchdown pass by Jake Ware. Yeah. Like, they'll fake it to I, I really like Tupelo this week. I can't wait to talk I, to him. I, I like Tupelo too. Um, Itawamba AHS at Lord. Houston. Another good game. Yeah, it's another good game. I actually like Houston. I do too. I like Houston. I this do week. too. Just and I'm using transitive property here. We got to see a little bit of Itawamba. We know Coach Hoots and these guys do a fantastic job. Little bit of a rebuild this year. They'll be there when it counts. A lot of your traditional powers are going through the rebuild. A little bit, and it kind of right. makes a little bit more parity in the area yeah. in terms of uh, rankings in your brain. Yeah, you know I mean? like, yeah. So, like some teams won't play each other. Like, That's right. Tupelo's not going to play. You know, Itawamba Hedge. That's right. But, like, you know, you kind of start figuring out who's yeah. better. You know, so. Yeah, I like Houston, too. Red Parker. I like Houston. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Big rivalry game here. Mantachi at Morville. Are you looking at the same schedule? Yeah, yeah. I got Kazi at Holly Springs. I, I, I got Mantachi at Morville here first. I, oh, that's fine. <laughs> what do you think there? What, Kazi at Holly? No, Mantachi at Morville. Oh, I like Morville big. Big? I like Morville first big win of the year. Like, I mean – They've had a tough schedule. They have. And they've got a really wide open offense. I think Coach Jimmy Young does a good job out there. I agree. I think Dawson Phillips really throws it around the yard tonight. Yeah, I like them too. Kosciuszko at Holly Springs. Kazi big. Big. And and I didn't see this coming. We've been talking about this team a good bit. Choctaw County. Yeah. We didn't I didn't know this. You didn't know it because we didn't talk about it last week. Kazi beat Choctaw Central or Choctaw Wait. County 35 to 14. 35 last 14, week. yeah. And got a big time receiver in junior uh Antonio Harmon. He's a state interest kind of guy. I think so. I state think so. and Ole Miss, yeah. maybe a little bit of LSU yeah. and Auburn. Uh Marshall Academy at Oak Hill Academy. I like Marshall. I like Marshall as well. Oak, I think Oak Hill's down on sometimes. Yep. Uh Nettleton at Aberdeen. I like Nettleton. Are they playing football? Look at those though, Tigers, man. Are they I know they just yes, got back I think in the they're school, back. So. They're, they're off their quarantine. Uh, Big week by Davis for Oswald. Looking 4-0 start yeah. for Nettleton, man. It's going to get yeah. interesting. Uh, New Albany at Amory. Huge game, right? Big old here. game. Big old uh, game. You know, it's really hard not to like Amory here in mm-hmm. this spot. At home, 
last chance before division play to get a big win. But here, you know, Albany, all they do is score. Yeah. All new Albany. We does easily is could score. have chosen this game as the game of the week. We easily, easily could have gone to Amory for this game. We'll check that. We're going to check those guys out here in a couple weeks. Sure, for sure. But uh, no, I. I kind of like New Albany, man. I don't know why. I just I like New Albany there. This is going to be a shootout. If there's one game this week, I think I can say I know both teams are going to be in the 30s. It's this week. I think New Albany might be a little deeper. The, the, just and, a little and bit. They're going to be. I think line play yeah. and now Amor returned everything. They did. They that did. being said, this is going to be a second half mm-hmm. game where New Albany may be a little bit more fresher. Uh, New Albany may have a guy middle linebacker that may give a couple of totes late in the game to salt it. Two good backfields. Really, really good back. Two really good back. Hunter Jones, Charleston French on the uh, on the Amory side, and then you got AI Nugent, uh, Isaiah Coran, CJ Hill they on the New the, Albany the, side. They got the Pratt kid at Amory too, right? Yeah, yeah. James Hello? Pratt. Yes, yeah. man. They're like this. This is this is the most fun game on this schedule this week. No question about it. North Pontotoc at Cayman City. This is going to be another. The, the, Andy Crockwell prepared team. That's a tough game for the Vikings, though. Really tough game. On the road at the Boneyard. I remember games in the mid-90s when North Pontotoc would play this game and Cone City would beat them 72 to nothing. Right. I mean, I remember that. And sure. And it just goes to show you how – and Cone and City is still the same program. Oh, they so, were still Cone City. But it just goes to show you how far the North Pontotoc athletic programs have come. Kudos like, to the Brian Suttons, Chad Anthony's, Andy Crockwells of the world for, for – for, yeah, even you as far know, back to Rodney Flowers. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he made, you know, I mean, he made, he, sure. he, made, he made good hires. Uh, you know, like I remember at the time he hired Pat Davis. Yes, that was Pat a perfect. Davis, it was absolutely. a perfect hire that he needed for the people he had them. With the McKeever on them, he needed a guy like Pat. Sure. And then it just carried over. I mean, yeah. just they've they've done a good job. They there. really uh, have. I, I like Kansas City to win a closer game than people expect. North Pontiac won this game seven six last mm-hmm. year. I like the exact same score. I'm going with the Vikings. Okay, okay. I, I think the only reason I picked Kansas City is because it's. I th- at Kansas Calhoun City, City yeah. and I could see that. I, I like a Reese Kittner ball control game right here. Okay, I like that. Uh, North Sunflower Academy at Calhoun Academy, the Fighting Gores. Calhoun Give Academy. me Calhoun. Yeah. Oklahoma at Shannon. 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 Yeah. Shannon. Shannon may be okay this year. Big they, win on Houston, the game we had mm-hmm. to leave. I mean, that, they can score. They lost to Knoxby County. Apparently, Knoxby County is a real deal again. Yeah, you know. But other than that, they Shannon's been solid. Shannon's been solid. Uh, Played Louisville really close last week. It's really hard to win at Shannon. Whew. You're just, not kidding. The, the, it's just yeah, it's just hard. We've to talked win. about this before. You know, it's always how dark it is at Shannon. Mm-hmm. Like it is. the lights are just not. They're dim. And shout out to Jason Arledge and them. Yeah, Vicky, uh, Coach Coach Holman for letting us in the other day and during the rain delay, the light yes. delay. You know, they're going to let us come down there and cover it, but. It is what it is. Yep. You know, we made the trip. We're going to catch those guys. We'll, we'll again catch them sure. again for sure. Uh, they got Carter's son. Any uh, junior now? Maybe is he playing senior? Darryl senior. Carter, Darryl Carter junior. Senior. And he, uh, he's, he's one of those guys. And we talk about him. He's not going to be a guy you're going to see on an SEC roster next year. He is a guy you're going to see on a junior college roster. And then in three years, I think you're going to cut on an eleven o'clock Middle Tennessee UAB game. And Daryl Carter Junior is going to be returning kicks. Yeah, he'll be like ULM. He'll be like the guy that played Mark for Mark uh, Green. It'd be like the guy who played for also there, and the guy who played wide receiver for uh, Rafael Leonard. Yes, for start a guy like yes. him. Wound yep. up at FAU and yep. wound up blowing up. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Oxford at South Haven. Uh, Oxford. I like Oxford. Shout out to my guys West Pounds and them. Yeah. Uh, they got a really good thing going at South Haven. They have for a, sure. good facilities and stuff. That uh, Isaiah Brevard's the big ty- uh, wide receiver there. Very proud program. Yeah, too. but uh, they just. 
uh, South Haven, and, and they would always they would agree with me here. They have good athletes, but whenever they have their good athletes up front and like their linebackers yeah, are good, they don't have the they don't have a quarterback. Guys, or whenever yeah. they have the stud quarterback like Dominique Harris they years ago, they couldn't block for him. That's so right. you know, it's you know they have they have Avery Guinnessy who was a good lineman, but then That's they right. didn't have a quarterback. So yeah. it's just you know, if they could ever put four classes in a row together, they'd oh, be, yeah, a be special. really big something else. But and and for this sure. uh, they're they're. They have a tough time keeping their players too, because if they're any good in seventh or eighth grade, they they go across a lot of options. They got a lot there. of options, yeah. And kudos to Chris Cutcliffe, man. You know, coming off a six A state title, here they are three and zero again. Yeah, I like, I like Oxford to win that one, and probably pretty convincingly. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's kind of a trap game. Oh, it, it could be. Kind of Very well, game. could be. Uh, Pontotoc at Ripley. I like Pontotoc. I do too. This one's interesting though. Ripley come play. back last week. Uh, played Amory tight. Uh, it was a ball game with two minutes to go. Pontotoc kind of finding its way a little bit, off to a good start. Uh, but I, I, I do too. I like Pontotoc. I like them. Um, one of those Pontotoc teams this year is going to kind of surprise you. I think you so. Know, you, you looked at, We're not looking at a six and six. I Pontotoc. looked at last year with Pico and Hobson and all them, and I was like, man, they should have been maybe a little bit more successful than they were. And I look at this team and I go, they're going to grind out some games. Yeah, they you know, are. They, they really for are. sure are. Uh, Potts Camp at Bruce. Man, I like Bruce to win a close one. I hope for Jamal Jackson's sake that he gets his first win as Bruce head coach. Red Bay at Belmont, um, man. Give me Belmont. Give me Belmont. I like the way Belmont does things. Yeah, I was also about. They're to tough. Say, yeah, really I, tough. I like Belmont. Saltillo Grenada. I like Grenada. Grenada. Senatobia at Kasuth. I like Toby Town. I like Toby too. That's going to be an interesting game. Yep. Yep. Really interesting. Yep, game. Shout out to Coach Oakley and them. Uh, and like I said, uh, they got a real good thing going on over there. Yeah, they do. with the athletes. They, they all yes, kind of look the same in their uniform, interchangeable. I yes. like what they're going on. Uh, Starville Academy at Washington School. Starville Academy, Academy. Volunteers. You so, mean Thrasher? D- just thra- over ball Thrasher one. ball and canceled. I get that. But so is a football is a football forfeit like a basketball forfeit? So a basketball forfeit is two to nothing. Is a football forfeit six? I'm not sure. I have to ask Ty tomorrow because I would like to know because for tiebreakers' sake. Very, Think about the plus twelve minus twelve. Like you well, know. and and to to Baldwin's credit, I think if they can get out of quarantine, they probably win that. Division. If it comes down to them in Biggersville, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you they, know they're going to be a one or two. The Thrasher game's not going to deter them. No, you know? no. So but they're going to be. You fine. Can't have too many. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah, they can't not play you, next week. If you start looking at that tiebreaker and you're a three way tie for whatever, you yeah, know, you know, that two they're going to stare at that Thrasher last. Thrasher minus two. Yeah. Anyway, uh, see here, uh, Tupelo Christian at Noxipater. I like Tupelo Christian. To I do win too. This one, I do, I do too. Uh, last year, I might have picked Noxipater. Yeah, but sure but this year, but this year, a little bit different for TCPS. Last year, I thought they kind of opened up with an easier slate and weren't as prepared when they, they got. They to went division. easy, worked into hard. But this year, they've already played Nanawaya. They've already, you know, I mean, it's this. I really like TCPS this game. I think they're going to go on a roll here the next. Couple, I agree. In a weeks. game like French Camp. Was it last week they played yeah, first camp? Again, Kyle Holiday yeah. set up. That is a record. good thing to have after your first two weeks of playing the, the kind of gauntlet yes. they did because it lets you show that, hey, guys, all the things we did. We're still really on, good. We're really good. And we can still be unstoppable offensively if, we, right. if we block and we do our right scheme. So shout out to Sean and them and and, Ken, uh, and Kai. And uh, he got he got chosen to play in an uh, All Star yeah, game. Yeah, he did, so man. That's, that's a prestigious thing. So shout out to them. Um, Vardaman at West Lounge, sneaky rivalry here. Yeah. Um, I actually going to go with Vardaman. I'm going to go West Lounge. West Lounge, I like that. And um, the last one, Ooh. near and dear to you boys' heart here. I am 100% on the train that heads to Springville. Walnut at South Pontotoc. Give me Cougars. I like it. 
It's tough. To, I'm gonna say this. I know they don't have the best athlete. I know the best athlete. But they're for a school now. But they're for a school. They're two and one. They feel a little good about it. They, just just to break this down a little bit. This game last year was all Walnut, mm-hmm. and the same players are there for Walnut. You know you you know that T.J. Llewellyn and you know that T.J. Collum are getting the ball. We know that 100. percent South Pond just got to stop them. Mm-hmm. I like Walnut close. Very fair. Uh, in 1998, South Pontotoc went to Walnut, and JT Brown had about 40 car- carries for about 300 yards. <laughs> and there was, I'll never forget, there was, a, uh, there was a defensive back for Walnut. And in the first quarter, JT came through the, the two-gap over there or whatever. <laughs> and this defensive back safety came up, and he dove at JT's knees, and he tackled him, and he got a beat in his chest. And... So excited, tackled this big behemoth of a man. Fourth quarter, JT got through that two gap. That safety was there. He just dived out of the way. He got tired of it. And I feel like that is going to happen this week in the game. I yeah. feel like South Pontiac is going to keep it close. They're going to pound it with their big backs. They play Would ball not control. surprise me if South Pontiac. And, and I game. feel like the the the, the South Pontiac ground game and the ground and pound three yards in a cloud of dust will break some big runs late and break the back of Walnut. De- definitely going to be a ball control game for mm-hmm. South Pontiac. Keep it out of t- the yeah. TJ's hands. If the game is played in uh, that twenty-one to seventeen range, twenty-one mm-hmm. fourteen, yeah, I like the Cougars. If it's, if it, if, it, if if the scoreboard touches, they cannot the make 30s, it a track meet. If it, if it gets close to the thirties, even twenty-eight points, I don't think South can score twenty-eight points yeah. unless they get a turnover or you know onside kick, and they can win the game. I'm not knocking Coach Cook's right. team, but it's just going to be a different kind of win for them, and I hope they pull it out. So I do too. That's I'm what I got. Um, so. Before we wrap up, I want to know uh, the real question for you. Who do you hope wins the food contest? Where do you want to go eat? I'm torn. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. When we set this up this past weekend, I was leaning Vacari. But now I really kind of want to go to Top of the River. I can tell you I don't want to go to Russell's and I don't want to go to Shrimp Boat. One, because Russell's, it doesn't offer the same... It's, don't get me wrong. Fantastic restaurant. But... Like, I know what I'm getting at Russell's. I may mix things up at the other places. You know, like, I don't necessarily want to go to the shrimp boat because I don't want to sit outside. Right. But I'm really torn between Vicari and and if we stay tied, I guess we got to pick. Or let somebody from Corinth or Tish break the tie force. Here's what we'll do. If we're tied. I'm checking. I think the poll's closed. Keep talking. If we're tied, what we'll do, we'll, we will let fate decide it. We will let fate decide. Nope. We will we will go to we will go to the basketball courts in Mill Village and we will shoot for it. Okay. That's what we'll Who do. Who gets to shoot for me? You get to shoot for you. I'll, I'll shoot I'll shoot for both of us. If I make it, we go one place. If I miss it, we go the other. And we have a tie. We have a tie. Bakari or top of the river. Twenty eight percent apiece. Twenty eight percent apiece. Shrimp boat coming in twenty six percent. So here's what we need to do. Here's how we're going to break the tie. We're either going to shoot for it or we're going to do th- we're going to do this. We're going to call somebody at random and get them to choose it. I like it. So, it's got to be a fat guy though if we do that. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody with an educated palate. We'll do that. That appreciates different. But we'll, we'll, we'll have a, a good unique way of of choosing it uh, other than just putting another vote out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, I <laughs> want to go for Kari. <laughs> And here's why I want to go for cars. You didn't get to go last time. I didn't get to go last time. I've never been. And somebody in our replies said, personally, oh, yeah. we think Vicari is the best restaurant in yeah. the state. And 
When you say that, that's loud. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I've eaten at Bacardi. Mm-hmm. Me and Chris and Mike and Kyle and Blake ate last time we played either Tish or Corinth or Kossuth. I can't remember. And I will tell you, it was a fantastic meal. But when I think of best meal in the state, I didn't really think of it. I'm okay. just being honest. Don't get me wrong. And because that, that is just such a bold statement because Mississippi is such a food state. I like the idea of shrimp boat too. No lie. I ain't gonna, yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with it. But All it, the choices and, were And phenomenal. I'm thinking because of the way we have to like go to the game. Right, right. Like we could go up, get our food, shrimp boat, eat outside. And before you leave tonight, I think we should get on Google Maps. I mean, we'll still shoot for it. We'll play it right. We'll play it right. But we need to be logistically smart. How are we going to break this tie? Gore? He's part of the crew. We got to get somebody outside the crew. Who would be like? And call Keith Green. <laughs> no, we'll figure this out. Um, I know who we should call. Who? And this is the the real the the person who I think would be legit and honest with us. We need to call that uh, former point guard, the Hispanic kid. How do we get in touch with him? Jose Contreras. Get him in touch. We can get in touch with him on on Twitter. Yes. Find whatever he says. That's Bacari, where we're going. That's what we're doing. That's where we're going. For sure. We're, we're going to get in touch with Jose. For sure. And we're going to find out where he wants us to go. Done. Do you want to invite him? <laughs> uh, he could be our guest. <laughs> Coach Gore had to turn us down. He's got to drive a tractor in the homecoming parade. Well, yeah, I figure. Uh, we'll have a lot of tough time getting coaches to game administrator, so, yeah. It may just be us this week, but it's going to be a fantastic night, no matter what. Yeah, I'm down with that. Well, I'm Man, it's been, a fan, it's been a fantastic uh, pod, good to do a preview yes, pod with you. I've enjoyed this. Uh, hope you folks listen to. We'll, we'll, we'll start doing these weekly again, and yeah. we'll probably do a little combination of the uh, the podcast and the preview pod in yeah, one. For just sure. McKinley and I, are a much- and I will make sure when I put it out on Twitter that I will link for those of you that just want the preview, or for those of you that just want the podcast, what time each start. Like I'll timestamp it. And you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna edit it and get it out tonight. Yes, that'd be before awesome. I, before I walk out, sure. before I walk out of your house, sure. so I'll we'll, do the Google Maps while you're yeah, doing that. We'll do that. So anyway, uh, guys, I want to go ahead and tell you this. Uh, Thanks for listening to the, the Miss 98 Scoreboard Show. Uh, if you want to follow along on Friday nights, we, we start at 9.30 on 97.5 Miss 98. You can listen to us live on the radio station on your dial. You can tune in to Miss98.net or the Miss 98 app. Um, you can follow along with us uh, at Miss 98 Scores. That's MS 98 Scores. Scores on Twitter. And we have a Facebook page as well. Um, that's Miss 98 Scores or Scoreboard, something like that. Um, and you can follow me personally at BD Baldwin 24 You can follow Mac at McKinley Holland. And Gore is at Gore Sports. Uh, we have a really good time on Friday nights. We thank you for tuning in and uh, being so interactive with all the things yes. we do. Um, so, McKinley, before we uh, before we finish up here, I want you to give us our, our normal wrap-up. Okay, folks, thanks again for listening. As always, as Brian said, we'll get these out to you more weekly, especially with the preview if we're not playing pickleball. Uh, going to be playing pickleball. And we're going to be playing pickleball, so That's just a, be patient with us. And, and, and this is legit. Uh, if you would like to play pickleball, Please, if you're interested, let us know. Let us know. This is not like, hey, 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 no, like for real. We're McKinley and I are, are cool dudes. Anybody, we've never met a stranger. Uh, if you're in Tupelo or the Tupelo area, you can come play pickleball with us. We're, we we really mean that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. so anyway. Uh, but, no, thank you again for listening. Uh, this pod will be linked. The uh, Apple – yeah, I always screw this up. Apple. We're going to be at uh, at Spotify. Spotify. Fireside. Fireside. Stitcher. Stitcher and Apple. 
Is it just Apple? Uh, Apple iTunes? I don't know Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah Apple yeah, yeah. Podcasts. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter, at The Happening Pod, and on Instagram, yeah. at Happening Pod. Yeah. And, uh, you know, share stuff with us. We'd love to hear from you folks. Sh- share stuff with us. Share our stuff. Our stuff. People can Yes. I mean, we've got Northeast Mississippi in the entirety of China. That's who listens. We need some folks <laughs> on the West Coast. We need some folks in Luxembourg and, and Holland and places like that. McKinley's friends. We need them to <laughs> listen. But, folks, again, thank you again for listening. Uh, this has been The Happening Pod. I think episode... 50-ish, 4-ish. We're headed towards 60. We're headed towards, so we're going to get on the high end of 60. So we're going to do something special for the 100th episode, I promise. But (laughs) uh, thanks again for listening, folks. Stay safe, wash your hands, and be classy.